this fantasy life. Ah, uh, feels good. <laughs> Looking ahead oh to week God, six. Is this what it's gonna be like? I mean, so let's just go ahead and get this out of the way. Um, please, do our, please. Our good friend Schilling is here. Mm-hmm. Um, this episode is brought to you by our good friend, Mr. Lee. Yes, let's Elmer get the, T. Let's get the clink. Elmer T. On the podcast. Clinks all around. I mean, there, there can only be so many undefeated teams, Schilling. Oh, my God. Only so it many good teams play. cannot lose a game. So let's That's go ahead true, and get to the right? podcast. We're in ep- season three, what? episode oh my six. Gosh. Yes. We're this fantasy life. We're a podcast about fantasy football in the central Ohio area. I'm Chris. And I'm John. And I'm Brandon. And, and we're with here us? with, yeah, another Brandon. Schilling, how you doing? Hey, doing great. Thanks good. for the invite, guys. It's nice to have a guest on the show, somebody else to talk rather than some people. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's still one of those fans. Yeah, Schilling is also a Niners fan. We're celebrating a commanding win in prime time on Monday nights. Against the Cleveland Browns, undefeated. We Feel watched that good. game, and the ridiculous attire that he wore yep. at that game yep. was was horrible. Feeling pretty um, good over here. I mean, it wasn't great. <laughs> did you pull out the uh, Niners pajama pants? Yeah, the zoo vest. Is that even a question? That's awesome. All right, so we're going to talk a lot about the Niners this episode. Don't worry. Um, but uh, we have a couple other things to get through first. Uh, so we're a fantasy football podcast here in the central Ohio area. We talk about our league and we talk about other leagues around the state. If you would like to get involved with the show, you can hit us up on social media. I think Siri's talking to us. Um, with Twitter, at TFLifers. You can hit us up on the email at thisfantasylifepodcast at gmail.com. You can leave us a review on your podcast app of choice on iTunes. That's um, right. Siri just keeps butting in over there. chilling me and no. let him on one podcast. Is it? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, yeah, hit us up on the social media. We are totally active on the interwebs. Yeah, give us that uh, a review. It's always good. Hit us up at Patreon. Give us a little bit of money. Yeah, we're, or Venmo. We're ready for that. Leave cash on our doorstep. This Elmer T doesn't come free, you know. <laughs> no, it does not. So. That is so true. Um, all right, so let's get started. Chris, um, what? I'm exhausted. What? This week was crazy. This weekend was crazy. Oh, it was crazy. The games, the, yeah. the fantasy games, it was unbelievable. Yeah, lots of ups and downs, lots of points. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. yes. Uh, Hundreds of points. McCaffrey, Will Fuller. If only we had the highest point scorer of the week at the table. Oh, I wish wait, we did. Wait a second. Wait a second. I don't think that was me. It was me. Nice. What? One, <laughs> putting up 190? Oh my 191? Golly. Almost broke 200? Oh, oh, that's, that's crazy. moly. And watching this game this weekend was crazy, and then you were out of town. You're even more exhausted. What yep. A, 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 third, a third of our league was there present at the Niners-Browns game in San Francisco. Uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, you know, being a fan of a team that's not around you, Schilling, you know, it is not an easy experience, but... You mean a bandwagon fan? <laughs> yeah, hey, is that what you meant? For 20 plus years, I think, it gets it away from the bandwagon. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was pretty cool being around people who like the same thing you do, turns out. Yeah. <laughs> and we were there with some Browns fans, our friend Jack, Andy, our friend Sean. Um, they didn't have a great time at the game. Well, you're um, a Browns fan. Yeah. I mean, I think we know what happens there. But yeah, so it was an awesome experience. But again, um, sadly for the Browns fans, like, huh, yeah. Yeah, you know, so they fall right back yes, into that yes. mentality. There was like a, just a rhythm, mm-hmm. just like a comfort level. Yep. I saw Jack at halftime, and he wasn't even like sad. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "So what's going on? What's up?" Uh, we're <laughs> sorry, Jack. Jack. All right, let's get into the show. Um, the way we start off every single episode, unlike those other fantasy football pundits, we talk about how we're wrong. All right, 
John, do you want to go first? Yeah. I love when you talk about how you're wrong. This is this is how the things I got wrong while I was so wrong about Odell Beckham Jr. And thank God because it helped me out in ter- in terms of winning my game. By the way, but uh, Odell Beckham, I had him going off and finally having a big game, and he went two for twenty-seven. Had a fifteen yards in rushing. They even had him try a pass, which looked ridiculous, and he fumbled a punt. So uh, at <laughs> one point, he did have day. more completions than Baker did. Well, yeah. yes, I'm sure he did. Yeah, he ended with a way better quarterback rating than Baker <laughs> so, Mayfield. That's for sure. Yeah, so I guess some some inside uh, look at your OBJ experience this weekend. So you were um, trailing, or Hans was trailing you by seven points five. going into Monday night, five points. He needed six to win. And, like, lock it up, right? How's yep. OBJ not getting five points? I think the people at the table will tell you that I was, I'd given up. I left the game thinking I was going to lose. That's true. At Turns one out, point, they were tied. Oh, oh yeah. Dell had scored five points. Yeah. So that fumble... I fumbled. Did the trick. Did not help. Yeah. I mean, the Niners defense is just really good. We'll get to that more later. I mean, if you live the right life, things happen. Um, Brandon, were you wrong about anything? I was. I was wrong about the Colts. I said uh, that even though they would lose to the Chiefs, they would still put up some points. And? Both of those things were wrong. They beat the Chiefs, and they were all just kind of mediocre. Yeah. Except for Mac, which benefited me. But like I I think I specifically said Brissett and Hilton – and neither of them really had big days. That was a weird game. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, Schilling, were you wrong about anything? Uh, yeah, half my team scored under two points, and oh. one of them scored negative five. Oh. So. Oh. Negative five? Who was that? That was my defense. Oh. That's happened a couple times this year. <laughs> yeah, apparently negative on a defense is not good. <laughs> you know, that's what I hear. Yeah. Um, so this is not a joke. I went through the, the notes from last week, and I couldn't find anything I was wrong oh, about. Oh, please. <laughs> I, 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 Ladies and gentlemen, I, a humble brag. I from... combed through the notes. Yeah. I'm sure I said something. So write into this fancy life podcast at gmail.com. Call me out. But I couldn't find anything. All right, fine. But you know what I did find? What did you find? Things that I was right did about. Did you? You may be right. I may be crazy. All right, so what were you right about? Um, so, uh, luckily for you, Aaron mm-hmm. Jones. Right, We talked Again. about him. 50 points. He ran a lot. Unreal. Yes, yeah. and you can imagine my, what's the word I'm looking for, Chagrin. my conflicted view of the Dallas Cowboy game as I watched Aaron Jones rack up point after point. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Dallas is going to lose, but oh, I'm going to win, and that's money. That's a common conundrum we've talked about here. So, like, in that moment, how were you this time? Like, were you happy? Were you sad? So, the first two touchdowns, I'm like, okay. And then the third touchdown, I was like, this thing's over. the game's over anyway, so score your ass off, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, give me as many points as you can. Um, we also brought up Allen Robinson last week. Had a really good game, finally, 28 points. Um, and then I think I my, my hate that guy was Chubb. I mean, going up against Nick Bosa, what did we expect? Um, ten points, not a not a chub like day for that guy. Um, Johnny, were you right about anything? Well, I'm gonna say I was right-ish. That oh, I sure, said yeah. Todd, Todd Gurley has so far been overrated. Fifteen carries, fifty-one yards, three point uh, four yards average, two touchdowns, three receptions, eighteen points. Really uh, mediocre for what should be your number one RB. Uh, so don't think he had a great game. I was very right about the San Francisco rushing game. 
And if you recall, I said they're a rushing team by committee, mm -hmm. and Breida had 11. By the way, one of those was really long for 114 <laughs> yeah. yards. Way to start the game. Coleman ran 16 times for 97, and Mostart ran uh, seven times for 35 yards, so it was almost a 30 split. Yep. I mean, Coleman got the, the bulk of the carries at 47, but very close. Which is interesting. Like We've talked a lot about the Niners running backs this season, and it's, like you said, committee is an understatement. I mean, just anybody back there, well, they'll put in there. Yeah. Um, but I, I was very surprised at the amount of action that Coleman got. Uh, maybe he just had ju just enough of rest, and they brought him back at the right time. But he was, I mean, he was, him and Breda, uh, mostly got some um, carries, but I think him and Breda may turn into a two-headed monster. Um, but Coleman got a lot of action. Well, I think Coleman especially. had that, that term, what do they call it, the hot hand? Yeah, I, think, I agree. I mean, Breda had one long run, but Coleman just kept getting 10 yards at a, at a pop. And I think fantasy-wise, I think Coleman, they gave it to him a couple times in the red zone. Uh, he's like a bigger back than Brita. Mm -hmm. So I think um, I think Coleman's worth having starting him. I don't know. It's just a hard thing to, to uh, hang Probably your hat on. Probably a better on. flex. Yeah, for sure. Um, Brandon, did you get anything right? Um, I don't think Aww, so. That's sad. <laughs> I'm having some technical difficulties looking that up right sure, now. Sure, yeah, yeah. It's not that easy, is it? It's yeah. not, no. Hey. I'll, I'll take this one, then. at least one Brandon. <laughs> I'll oh, talk about how so I'm So you right. did anything wrong, but now you're going to have a run. I got it. That's how this game is played. That's right. So Michael Thomas thought he'd have a good day, and yeah. uh, he absolutely did. Yeah. Yeah, he's a beast. What did he wind up with? Oh, my gosh. Um, 50 points? No, uh, pretty close. It was in the 40s, for sure. Uh, 43. Yeah, 43. And that that is just for Michael Thomas owners um, with – Breeze going out and Bridgewater being in there. It's just so nice to see that he's still getting 15 catches uh, that Bridgewater can make that happen for Who him. Who owns him in our league? Oh, that'd be me. Oh, that was very uh, nice of you to say that to yourself. I'm just, oh, but yeah. we, we have many yeah. listeners who also are Michael Thomas owners. Speaking to them. Um, so then we also talk about every single week some news around the league. I can't really think of any, like, news except for just, you know, lots of praise for those teams that are undefeated. Um, but, John, you might have something for us? Oh, I, I'm going to have something later. Oh, okay. we'll, get back, we'll get to it later in the injury report. Man, again, we call that a tease. A tease. I'm yep. teasing. All right, last thing we're doing before we get to the break and recapping our week, um, talking about the worst bench decisions. Um, a couple there. Jeff did not start Matt Breida. Mistake. Mm -hmm. uh, got about 28. Well, we have 15, 20 points there and he would have won unfortunately whoa, if he would have started whoa. that was a great Bereda. choice to not start Bereda. <laughs> for you it was yes yes but yeah he would have beat you yes. if that was the case yeah, yeah. um and sean well, did the biggest one fuller yeah sean still fuller, won sean but no. leaving 58 points on your bench again that's one of those tough ones because like were was anybody gonna start will fuller probably not yeah, yeah, no. um but holy holy cow 58 points just insane 58 points and then I think the next closest was Allen with Russell Wilson, uh, yeah. who put up 29. But obviously you're not going to start Russell Wilson over Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, Allen so has been trying to deal Russell Wilson a lot. Um, I think I'm up on that. I don't know. Well, I think this week helped. Yeah. Hmm. All right, looking at our league standings, uh, I mean, we're seeing some pretty serious separation over in the Christian Bale division. King, you are leading at three and two. Am I really? Yes, more points than Smith. Holy cow. Um, we've been talking a lot, Schilling, as you know, because you're an avid listener, about the, the reign of Smith's wins. Yeah, that's right. It might seem like it's over. Uh, well, <laughs> we're into the bye weeks now. I mean, is Smith the Browns of, of our league? Well, he has more wins than the Browns. Like, so. But we thought he was going to be really good, and now it just turns out that he's the same old Smith. Yeah. 
Uh, actually, that division, we have four three and two teams. So, lots of competitive uh, nature over there. Uh, unfortunately, our commish uh, lost again. So, he's down at one and four because um, I beat him. Um, in the Michael Keaton division, uh, we got some big old leaders over there. I'm over there undefeated, 5-0. and oh. John, right behind me, nipping at my heels, just like my dog. I'm waiting for our one. next meetup when you don't have that sweet matchup with the Miami Dolphins on everybody against you. I mean, you. sure, that, that, that might happen I'm again. coming after you. Schilling, got a win. Yeah, that's right. At two and three, just playing plan the slow game. I like it. Yeah, I'm going for that four seed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jeff, unfortunately, lost again to bring him at one and four. And Hans could not catch a break, as we said earlier. Uh, currently our only winless team at 0-5. So I've discovered two things about my win over Hans. And one is it was probably the most epic win I've ever had. And the other is that nobody else really wants you to tell them about how you had an epic win. Like when you try to explain it to people, they don't want to hear it. <laughs> Correct. We don't care. <laughs> exactly. It's very just narcissistic. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> nobody wants to hear it. Like, yeah. So. Except for all of our listeners. Well, the, yes, yes, of course. But um, I mean, just if, try it sometime. Just go up and say, "Hey, I really won my fantasy football game. You want to hear about it?" And see how many people run away. Right. That's kind of like here's pictures of my kid. Aww. Uh, <laughs> and can I just say, you guys brought up the uh, final standings projection that the ESPN had oh, this uh, a couple our weeks ago. Day, yeah. yeah. Um, I on draft day was projected to come in dead last. Huh? Not sure how that's possible, mm-hmm. but that's fine. Uh, currently standing at fourth. Whoa. Yeah. Who's who's number one now? Uh, Chris, unfortunately. Yeah. What? Who's number two? You. Mm. you. So at this table right now in our league, we have first, second, and third place. Fourth. First, fourth. I first, mean, second, just, fourth. No, I mean, literally, we have first, second, third place in our league. Uh, yes, Chris that is, is true. first, you're second, and I'm third. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. As you've always said, host a podcast, you get yeah. better fans of football. Uh, we just know what we're talking about. And Schilling, uh, you improved in the projections this week from nice. finishing seventh to finishing sixth. Nah, it's going to be fourth. <laughs> or second. Fourth team all-star. All right, we're going to take a quick break on the other side of this. We're going to get ready for next week. We're going to talk about some deep cuts. We're going to get on the bus, and then we're going to take a look at some injuries. Stick around. Now that we're podcasting on Wednesday, we don't get to do a uh, waiver wire look, but instead we look at what's left on the waiver wire after that Tuesday, well, Wednesday morning uh, shift, and we do it in an episode that we dedicate to Brian Smith called Deep Cuts. Now cuts like a knife. And now I'm going to toss it over to Chris, who's going to give us his deep cut. Well, and Brandon is frantically looking for a deep cut. So we'll see how this works out. Go. I think it is also uh, Smith's goal to make every musical drop in the episode Brian Adams. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, he's he's slowly trying to do that. 100%. Yeah. Um, all right. So some uh, transactions, first of all, in our league. Uh, probably the biggest one was you, Johnny, taking Golden Tate. I did take Golden Tate. What's the thought process there? I'm I'm fighting for receivers. Yep. All my receivers are in the 20 through 25 range. They're all sitting there together at 11, 12, 14 points. I need something big, so whatever is out there, I'm going to try to grab. I think it's a nice pick. I think I mean, if Daniel Jones is like something, Golden Tate, we talked, I think, again, last week about a veteran receiver, a security blanket for him maybe, but I don't think he did much this week. And that could be a thing we've also said a lot. A bad team's a bad team's a bad team. 
He so. did not, but, and this is going to come up later, if you look at that giant receiving core, it looks like it's been through the war. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I think he's going to get some looks. Yeah. Um, anybody else? We were kind of talking. I don't think, King, you and I didn't really make any moves this week. Uh, I did not make any moves. I didn't see much. However, looking at uh, who is available in our league and available overall, I don't hate Adrian Peterson. Miami is yeah. very bad. Boy, if Washington's we had crickets right there, that would have been perfect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, Washington is also not good. Washington's let's not let's good. get that right. Uh-huh. But maybe uh, they change some things up with a new coach? Maybe. Okay. Yeah, I like the new coach. I'm, I'm trying to help you out here, Brandon. Yeah, thank you. Just, <laughs> well, they should be ahead the Basically, whole game. I'm just looking yeah. at a bunch of stats. Yes. Uh, yeah. And based on the numbers, Adrian Peterson looks good. So. Well, and much like Brandon, just looking, just scraping the bottom of the barrel. And that is kind of interesting right now that there really is nothing out there to, to go for. But um, Auden Tate, the Ooh. next man up for yeah. Cincinnati, I mean, they just don't have anybody. They don't have sure. A.J. Green. They don't have Ross. So uh, he's their next man up. I mean, I guess he's going to get some looks. Yeah. Um, the old Buckeye Tate again. Had yeah. a touchdown again this weekend. Fast Tate again. 89-year-old Tate again. Yeah. I mean, so he's out there. Um, also, Rashad Penny has like mm. had not an amazing season. He was drafted in lots of leagues, but available yeah. in ours. Um, I dropped him. I mean, he's yeah. no Chris Carson. Yeah, he's, yeah. I, I think we thought maybe that was going to be more of a committee situation, and it has been the Chris Carson show over there in Seattle. Um, and it really does not look like Seattle's going to do much more than Chris Carson. So. Right. But if you're desperate, he's out there. Um, and of course, Shilling, I think you can agree with me here. Uh, the 49ers defense is just a pickup. That would be great. I mean, you're going to get sacks, turnovers... Mm. Three points allowed. I mean, why wouldn't you have them on your team? Yeah, I have to imagine they're picked up by everybody at this point <laughs> yes, in I every agree. league. To yeah. our listener out there, I'm sorry. I'm sorry this is happening. All right, going to our next segment, a segment where um, we, I think, are the early podcast in the state to do this, uh, where we feature other leagues at around At least in the central the Ohio area. For sure in the central Ohio area. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's time for us to get on the bus. Your league can be on the bus. All you have to do is hit us up on Twitter at TFLifers or send us an email at thisfantasylifepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we recap teams around the city, answer questions, give advice. We have questions this week in our mailbag. What? Like people are asking for advice. I mean, it's almost like you're famous. It's almost if like you, a real if thing. You, if you call in. Yeah, and yeah. our egos really need all this attention. Oh, can so I just tell you? Keep it coming. When people find out that I have a podcast, uh-huh. they don't ask me any questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get a lot of questions. One of them's why. So. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go ahead and start with a league that John and I are in together. Um, over there, we got T. Neal for real, still killing it over there. I'm coming after you, T. Neal. 800 points. Um, real quick, I'm going to look this up. This week, he had Adam Thielen, huge game. Cooper Cup, huge game. Christian McCaffrey, Huge game. Had a gigantic huge. win. Huge. How do we not have a trump drop for huge? Because we don't. Um, um, who's the sound guy here? Raider Nation still at 4-1. <laughs> uh, and then, John, you're over there at 3-2. and two. I'm right behind you, nipping at your heels at 2-3. and three. Mm, Got a, I've um, seen your team. There is a lot less than nip going on there. But. <laughs> hey, I won by a lot of points mm. against our good friend Bethany, who's 0-5 and scored 60. So, did she even start a quarterback? Just saying. Because all she had was Drew Brees. Did she did even start her? <laughs> it was a commanding one. Yeah. Uh, and Motor City Convicts had a second loss of the year at 3-2, and two, but we know that uh, Kevin's going to be back there pretty soon in the playoffs. Just let it be known. I'm calling Neil out. He's going down this week. Wow. I, I 
feel it. So Neil I has to feel it. Neil is in our mailbag. I know, Bring Neil. It, Neil. I'm coming oh after my you. Gosh, I'm coming after you. Uh, we're trying to be less aggressive on this podcast, if possible. But Neil, I'm oh. going to play really well against you. <laughs> that that was bad. not the memo that That's I got this yeah. week. We're the nice podcast. Um, Brandon, can you talk us? Talk to us about your uh, friends league over there. Yes, I can. Our boy Andy up in Northeast Ohio uh, got a big win this week. He's sitting at three and two. Uh, run CMC still winning that div- or that league right now at five and zero. Oh. Uh, four and one, pour one out for my homies, having a good day. Uh, tons of people at three and two, and then bringing up the rear uh, mm-hmm. at one and four. Uh, this guy changed his name to Tank for no Trump in 2020. Uh, he has traded away a bunch of players. Yeah, 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 go ahead and like explain the scenario for us. Yeah, well, let me let me just go ahead and read this. He has traded away Aaron Rodgers, Todd Gurley, Sony Michelle, DeAndre Hopkins, Stefan Diggs, and Mark Andrews. And so, setting up for next year, what is he getting for those? He things? has between all of those trades, he has eight picks in the first three rounds. So our big question there was like, how do you allow that? Well, I think my big question is, Kamish, where are you? Yes, For exactly. once in my life, yeah. the dictator that is our commissioner <laughs> Regulations. Okay. Hashtag, where's the commission? Yeah, where's the commish? And it just so happens I know where the commish is because I have his team stats right here on uh, in his league. Uh, it looks like Brian's team won this week, 141 to 125. And DJ, forget what I said, won. Hammer Time won and Blarvis Blandry. I don't know what that's about. I hate that name. Sorry, guys. And uh, in his other league, more than a Thielen, 105 points to 68 over a CU next touchdown. And weirdly enough, they had three games where the losing team scored fewer than 65 points. I'm sorry, fewer than 70 points. Uh, no more Care Bear one, Carry the Team Kamara one, Happy Galladay's one, which I believe is Brian's lovely uh, She's spouse. kind of on a tear, three and yes. two over there. And ag- again, congratulations to Brian, because we know what she's dealing with. She's playing for two. <laughs> yes, being right. a child <laughs> makes you better at being the ball. Absolutely. So I'm going to try a new strategy next week, guys. It's going to be kind of <laughs> weird. But... All right, and minimum eight, Pete one at 140, and Bloody Marys and Hail Marada one at 135. So nice job over there in Brian's team, uh, Brian's league teams and chris what do you got so last week we had dj on it was a great combo as always <laughs> thanks dj um so over speaking there speaking of you were wrong he did give a a uh, prediction for the 49ers browns game he was and he was wrong. he was wrong he was very wrong yes um all right so over there another undefeated team just like myself stanley's in game what up over there undefeated not easy to do that uh behind him we got uh project over there at three and two grounds keeping at two and three um, DJ looks like he may have taken a loss there, as at two and three, unfortunately. Uh, Chase at four and one, Michael at three and two, Scott at two and three, Dustin at two and three, and then Shane and Seductive Stare are over there at one and four. And I may have have not mentioned this, but it looks like Brian's winning in Brian's league. Yeah, that... we don't got to talk about okay. that. Okay, all right, let's go. Um, the big league, a lot of our friends over there. Um, Kyle's at five and zero, oh, and the commissioner over there, Alex. Uh, is at two and three, but he wanted to make sure that we knew that Kyle had not only Christian McCaffrey, but also Aaron Jones this Ooh, week. That's a lot of points. That's, that is <laughs> quite the team. You're, you're going to win. Yeah, you're going to yeah. win if you have those guys. Yeah. So congratulations to Kyle over there. Um, uh, Sparks over there at two and three. Chance at two and three. Um, we got Scuds, our friend over there also at the Puppet Master at three and two. I believe he took a loss this week. He was pretty high on his team last week, so we'll see what happens there. Um, Dan at three and two as well. And Whaley uh, lost to bring him to two and three. Uh, rounding out the leagues on the bus, we also got 
Um, uh, my father-in-law, who had another win, just cannot what? be stopped. It's 147 in the to 131. Yeah, I mean, uh, the family's just really good at fantasy football. Um, it looks like they had the highest total score of the week again. So in their league, the highest score of the week is 10 extra dollars. Which Whoa. is a fun little... Every week. Fun little thing, yeah. What? I like it. Um, Jace Mack is over there at 2-3. and three. Uh, Polar Bears at 3-2. and two. Baker's Dozen at 4-1. and one. Uh, And uh, my father-in-law is over there at 3-2. and two. So a good, solid start to the uh, season there. Finally, our good friend Neil, who you were talking some smack Man, about earlier. Here, his other league, he's also 4-1, and one, having a hell of a season in <laughs> both leagues. Um, cannot miss. Um, he is uh, joined at 4-1 and one over there by Shembei Nation and Mike Johnson. A huge league over there. Um, behind him is Mac Attack at three and two, Doughboys at three and two, Team Jammer at three and two. Uh, behind that, Jacoby Brisquets two and three, not that dangerous two and three. And at the very bottom over there, O five, uh, the boys uh, have not unfortunately gotten a win there. Excuse and you know what? Me. When I'm out there listening to this podcast, I think I'm famous when I hear you talk about our teams. Aww. So you could do that too if you. I bet you, you would you, like to feel like that. Absolutely. Listener. And we are one of the only podcasts in the Central Ohio area to do this, so give us a call, give us a text, give us a Gmail, and let us know what your team looks like. And we're going to hear more from Tyler later in the mailbag, because he has a question for us, which I think is really fun. We're taking another break. It's exhausting being on that bus. When we get out, we're looking ahead at week six, and we're going to talk about some injuries, we're talking about some matchups, guys that we love, guys that we hate, and like we said, checking the mail. Stick around. Let's take a rest stop. Once again, to find out who's hurt. And Stewie, what do you say? Ah! What? What is it? I got a splinter! And that is so right. Christian McCaffrey has cramps, and maybe that's what happens when you run for five miles in one game. Sammy Watkins has a hamstring. Devin Singletary's got a hammy. Christian Kirk is questionable. Devontae Adams, whose toe has been wounded, probably will come back, but he's listed as questionable. Case Keenum has a boot on. Tyreek Hill is going to be back soon, maybe not this week. And Deshaun Jackson is doubtful. Jamal Williams got concussed. Apparently, Aaron Jones can carry the load without him. David Johnson's back is no guarantee he will play, according to the coach. Most of the Raiders' wide receivers, including Terrell Williams, are questionable. Baker Mayfield, besides some really hurt feelings, was spotted with a heavy wrap on his right shoulder and had a slight limp and had a black sleeve on his left leg. Holy crap, what did the 49ers do to him? I mean, I have a lot to say about that. You want to hear it? (laughs) They planted the flag. Tony Pollard has a bad knee and a bad ankle. Again, some hurt feelings after the Green Bay Packers had their way with him. Uh, Mahomes got hurt in the game. We saw him limping around, and he's going to get an ankle and knee treatment. He's not saying he's hurt. There's tight end triage out there because Mark Andrews, Tyler Croft, TJ Hawkinson, Hunter Henry, and Vernon Davis are all either concussed, questionable, or out from practicing. I don't know what it is about the Patriots. They have tons of injuries all the time. Burkhead, Gordon, Edelman, Dorsett, all listed as questionable. The only one that really matters is Dorsett because if you have Josh Gordon, that might help you. The Giants, who knows? Evan Ingram's out. Saquon Barkley is threatening to come back on the field. Wade and Gallum got got concussed again, and Sterling Shepard is concussed once again, leaving the door open for Golden Tate. Uh, Speaking of concussions, in 1976, I graduated from high school, and that was probably the last time we heard about a fullback in the NFL, (laughs) but... 
Kyle, Kyle by me a vowel Jezusek is out for four to six weeks with Juice. some injury. That's AJ sad. Green that's, that's is out. That's a huge loss. Huge loss. <laughs> Sproles is out. Trubisky should return in week seven. John Ross was put on the IR, and Jalen Samuels is at least out for a month with a knee. And Jay Gruden has a dislocated job and is out for the foreseeable future. <laughs> How's it going? And that's it for the injury report. Uh, two quick things there. Saquon Barkley, I saw as of this afternoon, is not playing Thursday, mm-hmm. so he is still hurt. Um, and the funniest thing I saw about Nick Bosa over the weekend was that um, the defensive, defensive coordinator should just uh, convince Nick Bosa every week that the quarterback has said something really bad about Ohio State. <laughs> I also saw that, and I'm pretty sure that would work. Yeah, because that seems like it works pretty well. Makes him play real good. Yeah, the juice check thing sucks. Yeah. So I, I think the Niners know. might have to actually use their receivers now, which is kind of terrifying. Uh, we have three great running or, backs. hear me out. They could just lean on Coleman. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or just still not throw to receivers. I'd be fine with that. All right, moving on. All right, so looking ahead at week six in our league, we got some big, big matchups that are coming ahead. I feel like you're looking on this week one. six <laughs> as they load in my buffering, iPad. Buffering. Uh, all right, so I'm taking on uh, Allen Fly, Kegels Fly. He's looking to get a win, but that's not going to happen. Um, John, you're taking on Smith. Kind yeah. of a big matchup. Yeah, I mean, I'm up by 36 in the projections. So, yeah, uh, I think you're hitting a little bit of a stride yeah, here. I think I've got it. And yeah. Smith is hitting, what's the opposite of a stride? Uh, a stumble? <laughs> stumble? <laughs> I like that. Um, Hans looking to get his first win against you, King. Taint happening. Taint happening, man. Taint. Um, although he is projected to win right now. Well, let's just see what Christian McCaffrey does. Oh, gosh, goodness mm. gracious. Um, Schilling, you're taking on Sean. A big game, 3-2 and two versus 2-3. and three. Yeah, my team's always projected the win, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the commish and Big Jeff are fighting it out, both at 1-4. and four, That game doesn't matter. So um, <laughs> in an episode I like to call, or a segment I like to call, say yes to the dress, yeah. are we thinking Hans is the front runner right now at 0-5? Well... I mean, this is some inside baseball. The good thing is that Hans doesn't listen to this podcast, so we can say whatever we want. <laughs> Hans has been on a pretty strict diet and has lost like a good amount of weight. He's looking pretty nice. Uh, I saw some of those San Fran picks. He looks very good. <laughs> he looks really good. So all um, I'm saying well, is that... I, oh, you saw, so in a dress, it would be okay. As, as we all know, Hans doesn't have the rear end that we would all enjoy, mm. but you know. Uh, I, I will say, He's working on it. based on the ESPN final projections, Hans is projected to come in ninth. And Big Jeff is projected to wear the dress. Mm, Big and Jeff. I can't tell who I like to see more. All right, are we going to be able to convince him to come back well, from West we by missed, God, Virginia, we to wear a Big dress? Big Jeff so much that maybe that would like I would I would I, sacrifice my love for him in terms of like him losing to get him here in the in the state again. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I would schedule the draft around Jeff just to get him here. Sure, hundred percent. Like in July. Yeah, like sure. we used to do. Let's do it in May. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we love him. We'll build an idol for him. No, what's next? <laughs> Uh, well, we're gonna win the ep- we're gonna end the episode the way we always do, talking about guys that we love. I love the um, I feel I feel dirty. Ooh. And it isn't just the Elmer T. Lee talking. I, I, I say that a lot about you. <laughs> or talking about Hans being in a dress. Um, the guy I love this week is Amari Cooper. Hmm. who is a Dallas freaking Cowboy. But, so a little bit of a skid for the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Um, but going up against we the We like Jets, to call it a wake-up call. Yes, I think yeah. the Jets is a perfect opportunity for them to get high-flying again. I don't think, I think it's just been, it's just, you know, some growing pains and getting through some stuff. I think Cowboys are for real. 
And I think Amari Cooper is going to have a big old day. I think Dak's going to come out there slinging. He's a leader. And I think Amari Cooper is going to have a big old day against those Jets. I like it. Yeah. And my guy that I love this week is a really kind of a deep cut is Kenyon Drake. Because I think the Miami Football Dolphins are going to get their first win over the rudderless Washington Redskins. Man. The Redskins have given up 27 fantasy points per game to running backs. Is that an actual statistic? That is a statistic. I got that from Lil Brian. He came right. in with statistics. I felt like we had to do a little more about that. <laughs> so Kenyon Drake is my man. And I, I believe the Dolphins get their first win. Oh, man. That is, I can't wait for next week's first segment. <laughs> I went ahead and put Kenyon Drake in my lineup <laughs> after, after that. So. Oh, God. This is real-time mistakes <laughs> happening on the podcast. Uh, King. Six people just crashed their car. No! <laughs> <laughs> Including Kenyon Drake. <laughs> oh, my God. Somebody believes in me. Yeah. Um, I, unsurprisingly, love Aaron Jones. I don't think he's going to have a repeat wow. of last week. Yeah. But I think the Detroit run defense is not great. I think Aaron Jones is going to put up another big day. I think... Not the opposite, but I think it's a sneaky game. Sure. Divisional game. Cutbackers are thinking they're the they're like shit right now. They're like, oh, look at us. We're really good. I think they might come down to earth mm. against the Lions. Mm. We'll see you in that first segment next week. We will. <laughs> Chilling. What kind of guys do you love? Um, probably Ooh. my first overall pick here, DeAndre Hopkins Let's this week. Let's go. Will Fuller last week proved that uh, wide receivers for Houston are very good. Mm-hmm. Well, Deshaun Watson's very good. Yes. Yes. And this week they uh, they're going against that Kansas City secondary, so should be a lot of balls deep. Yeah, no mm. offense, King, but the mm. Cincinnati Bengals don't look like a good football team. Uh, no offense taken, they are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we have not talked about DeAndre Hopkins a lot this year. I feel like maybe we, ha- we haven't said his name on the yeah. podcast. Uh, surprisingly, for a first-round pick. Yeah, Schilling, can you give us, like, like what kind of season is Hopkins having? Yeah, so he, he's only really had one good game yeah. um, and, and not a fantastic game. So he, he gets his normal seven catches. But they've been 50, 60 yards. He hasn't had any big 100-plus yeah. yard games. And we assume like some double teaming, some kind of those weird matchups. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. that's my hope this week is that Will Fuller might take some attention off of him given sure. his huge week last week. And then that should let him score a ton this week. Yeah, I like that. Um, unfortunately, there are also lots of guys that we hate. Oh, I hate that guy. Um, the San Francisco... 49ers defense is, is very good. good. That D-line is probably the best in the NFL. And they have not allowed a rushing touchdown. They have not allowed a 100-yard rusher. Um, so, coincidentally, I hate Todd Gurley and Malcolm Brown this week. I think it's going to be another rough matchup. Um, I think the Niners are feeling really good. They're on fire right now. Even if the game, the game I think, will be close and low-scoring. Um, but I think Gurley and Malcolm Brown, we've already talked about Gurley's growing pains this season, um, but I think that's this is not going to be great for either of those guys this week. Cue I up the I was wrong music. No way, no way. And uh, the guy I hate, Aaron Rodgers. What? <laughs> but I do have another guy I hate also. I just oh. hate Aaron Rodgers. But I do have another one. I think Baker Mayfield is in trouble, fellas. Hmm. I think I think he is looking. I, I, I don't believe they have anybody behind him. But he is not a quarterback. And, uh, I, again, I think this week his, his confidence is shot. He apparently has a bad shoulder, bad knee, bad leg, bad kidney. And uh, I think this week is going to be horrible for him. I have a question for you. Go. Here we go. For everybody. Do we think Baker Mayfield is the starting quarterback week 17 of the NFL season for the Cleveland Browns? Yes. 
I agree. He will be. He's I bad, say but he no. Will. I do not believe that will happen. I believe no. he'll be injured before that happens. I mean, unfortunately, it seems like a very Browns season. And the mistakes that have been happening are very Browns-like. People calling out each other already. The coach being called out. Baker being Baker. Um, I think it is a matter of time before Odell starts to be unhappy and say some things that are uh, unflattering of the team. Um, Yeah, I mean, unless they... And unfortunately for the Browns, excuse me, there are lots of things that are good about the team, which we know. But the schedule coming up is very bad. They play the Seahawks, the Patriots... They play, I think, the Rams. I mean, it's just not a, a, um, a good schedule for them. So I agree. I think Baker's in some trouble. All right. Brandon, who do you hate? Uh, I hate, and sorry, Schilling, Dalvin Cook. Ooh. What? Mm. I know. Top five rusher of the year so far? I know, but hear me out. Man, I've won up. <laughs> nope. uh, we're so- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Philadelphia is allowing the... Here we go, here we go. Loading, buffering, yes, buffering. buffering. Uh, the fifth fewest points to fantasy running backs. Okay, for like the ESPNs. That's a stat. Um, they also looked incredible last week. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, he will probably have an, an okay game, but he's not going to put up those Dalvin Cook numbers that you would expect. All right. Schilling, don't start Dalvin Cook. I uh, dare you. Yeah. I mean, start him, but. <laughs> Just know that it might not be great. I'm going to go under 20. I'll put money on it right now. Schilling, are there guys that you hate? Uh, there's one, and uh, they were your guys' good takes, and he's actually my bad take. Let's go! I love it! Conflict! So, so we'll see here. I want to I wanna challenge... you bring whiskey, yes. you wouldn't be invited at all. <laughs> Don't challenge our takes. So, so mine is Aaron Jones. Oh, oh I love it! I Big love week it. last week, yes. they play the Lions this week. Most people don't think the Lions are good, but yes. they are very good. Divisional game. Lions have shown some some chops this year. Yeah. I agree. I well, totally I agree. think if anything certain is we're going to play a you were wrong for one of these guys. Yeah, yes. someone's going to be wrong this week. Yeah. Less than 10 points. You oh, let's here. go. Ooh, fewer than 10. So, Brandon. Yes. More than. More than what? More th- He says fewer than 10. You say more than. So you think over. Oh, yeah. yeah. O- over 15. Over 15. Wow. So, okay. All right, I can't wait to see this. So ten to fifteen, so, it's a wash for the record. Yeah, oh, I was thinking we both eleven lose. through fourteen. <laughs> no. I forgot to mention that Sean and I had a side bet that Chubb would get over hundred yards. So Sean, would you win? You owe me that beer still. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, the last thing we have to do, we've got to go outside and check the mail. I'll get it. You can be in our bag, mailbag that is, if you just send us a line over at thisfantasylifepodcast at gmail.com. This week in the mailbag, we have a couple things. Um, our friend Tyler uh, was as, as joining us in being humble and talking about when he is wrong. Um, so he thought that Juju would be great, and he was wrong. Juju continued sticking it up. Uh, he benched him for Dorsett. Um, Juju uh, then unfortunately did uh, seven yards or seven catches for 75 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Dorsett pulled up Gimp after his first route. Whoops. He was right, however, uh, in terms of listening to Matthew Barry and drafting Chris Godwin. That guy has been a stud. Again, another guy we haven't really called out this year on the podcast. I beg your Chris pardon. Godwin. I have Chris Goodwin, have? and I don't uh, we have talked talk. about him many times. Yeah. <laughs> N- never heard any of those. That's so weird. 
Um, yeah, Chris Godwin has been kind of a stud. Uh, yes. Agreed. Uh, absolutely. All right, and Tyler has a question for us. Ooh. Ooh. Here we go. Like, what's he going to do after he loses to me? Oh. Drink, oh. drink a lot, Tyler. <laughs> yeah. That's big talk, John. Drink his tears away. Um, okay, so he has actually, you know, four of us here tonight for some advice, which is nice. Ooh. All right, so he was just offered James White and Stefan Diggs for Marlon Mack. He says maybe you can give some advice on that. Um, is Diggs a good buy low? I'm thinking of sending back the same deal, but for Le'Veon instead of Mack. So he would be giving up Le'Veon Bell for James White and Stefan Diggs instead of Marlon Mack. Looking forward to hear from you guys tomorrow. My comment is Stefan Diggs is trash. He is not going to play well. He's looking to be traded, and he just wants to get out of Minnesota. They're not playing him like they're and supposed to. And he is pouting. To, and he is pouting. Yeah. Yep, I would say no. Uh, I would make that trade for Bell. I would not make that trade for Mac. I think Mac is a top five-ish uh, running back. Um, I mean, Bell is good, don't get me wrong, but... Stefan Diggs, not great. Who's the other player? James White. James White. I think James White is good. Um, probably comparable, a little bit less than Le'Veon Bell. Um, so that trade I would make for sure, but for Marlon Mack, absolutely not. Well, James White is part of that Patriots conundrum about anybody at any time is going to score points and anybody at any time is not going to score points. Exactly. Yeah. So. And I think PPR matters for this deal. So James yeah. White, great in PPR. And we are a PPR, PPR league, yeah. so yeah. Well, it's a different league, so I'm not sure if their league is PPR. The way they're they're scoring seems pretty high, so I think it is. Um, Schilling, what do you think? White and Diggs for Mac or Bell? Uh, I agree with John here that Stefan Diggs is trash. Uh, he he has a terrible quarterback throwing him the ball, and he wants off the team. Yeah, I think Tyler is right in terms of offering Bell instead of Mac. But you know, what? Bell has still had a quietly okay year. Like 23-20 the first two weeks, nine the third week against New England. That defense is actually really good. Um, 15 this week. Um, yeah, I think even giving up Bell. I mean, I think we all know that a running back who can score an average of 15 points a week is still a rarity. I'm yeah. sorry. Are, are we? We're saying that we think Marlon Mack is better than Bell. Marlon Absolutely. Mack is a top five rushing leader right now. Absolutely. Yes, right, right now. now. But yeah, and you think he's going to sustain that? Yes. Well, if, if our oh adage that a bad team is a bad team is a bad team will continue, then the Jets will continue to be a bad team. Hmm. Shalane, what do you think, Bell or Mack? Uh, I like Bell better in PPR, especially. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so yeah. I think we're 2-2 here. The, the Mac stats are a bit misleading because he is a rushing leader, but he mm -hmm. is not getting those catches right. that Bell and other running backs are getting. Um, I mean, that's something I, but I also agree that the Diggs thing is tough. Um, and James White is a good player, but Sonny Michelle killed it this week, so you never yeah. know. Yeah. So I think we're saying a no. Right? No, I, I thumbs down. Don't do it, Tyler. Thumbs yeah. down. I wouldn't do it. If you would like, if you would like, hello. hello. <laughs> this episode was brought to you by Elmore T. Lee. If you would like <laughs> to have that kind of thoughtful analysis on any of your trade propositions or moves during the week of fantasy football, you can give us an email at thisfantasylife at gmail thisfantasylifepodcast at gmail .com. And on Twitter at TF Lifers. And I believe with Schilling at the table, this this advice was just a touch better than mediocre. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Schilling, thank you so much for being here in person. Hey, anytime. If anybody else wants to invite me to their league podcast, 
I bring Elmer oh. T. Lee with me. Oh my gosh. I don't want to say what you are right now, but... Well, we know there aren't any of those in Central Ohio. There are so very few in Central Ohio. That's that totally fine. Yeah. As far as I know, we're the only I mean, one. I might be the only one. So, Shillin, you can come every week. Nice. <laughs> as long as you bring sort Elmer T. Lee. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a really fun week. Um, we're going to close out yeah. with some audio uh, live in San Francisco before the game. Um, oddly enough, Sean did not want to really chat after the game was over. Oh, you're so, so mean. That does surprise me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right. Let's put um, on the shades, lower the flaps, bring this in for a landing. Brandon. Yes. I'm John. I'm Chris. I'm Brandon. And I'm Brandon. Whoa. Play us out. All right. This is This Fantasy Life live in Santa Clara, California, home of the San Francisco 49ers, five-time Super Bowl champion, only two undefeated teams left in the league. Jimmy G in the house. I'm here with Sean and Hans. We are pumped for the game. How are you guys feeling? I'm good. Yeah, fine. All right. That's our pregame check-in from This Fantasy Life. We'll see you after the game.